Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. Zone. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We have got a winner. Last evening at the National FFA in Indianapolis, a Wisconsinite took center stage in the National Proficiency Award categories. Morning, everybody. I'm the fabulous Farm Bay PM Yankee. Glad to be along with you and even happier to deliver that kind of news on a Friday morning. Uh, Last night was also a very emotional time for Spencer, Wisconsin native Courtney Zimmerman. She gave her retiring address last night and uh, dedicated it to Mark Zimmerman, her father, agriculture instructor, FFA advisor who passed away Uh, earlier this summer. Very emotional, and you can watch it again at ffa.org if you'd like. So we've got that coming our way on a Friday morning. The other good news as far as what we've got coming our way, beautiful weather. It looks like today we are expecting our daytime highs to touch out right around 59 degrees. Tomorrow, sunshine and 63. Sunday, sunshine and 64 degrees. Stumach Scudder Ag weather coming your way. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin. Then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. It's inevitable. If you're involved with farming, there's always a risk for injury or worse. That's why the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance are teaming up to bring a video safety series through the month of October called Rooted in Farm Safety. Each week, a new video will be released focusing on how you can be safer on the farm. Be sure to visit MidwestFarmReport.com or Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook for the full videos. Have you seen pests in your home this fall? I know I have some pesky insects on my farm that I've been seeing, and they're going to continue forcing their way into your homes during these fall months. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. PJ Leash, the director of the UW-Madison Insect Diagnostic Lab and state entomologist, also known as the Wisconsin Bug Guy, shares more about what insects we can expect to see and covers some spooky behaviors that they have that actually help farmers. And it's just in time for Halloween. There's quite a few insects active at the moment, especially uh, this last weekend. We've had some very nice warm temperatures up in the 70s in a lot of areas or 60s in northern part of the state. And that has meant plenty of insects such as box elder bugs, multicolored Asian lady beetles, and in some areas, brown marmorated stink bugs have been active. And what these insects are doing is 
they're crawling around looking for places to hunker down for the winter. Uh, and it's actually these warm periods in the fall that can be a trigger for them. It basically tells them winter's coming, you better find a place to hide for a while. Uh, and so they often will go to cliff faces if you were in an area that had rocky bluffs, that sort of thing. But uh, they do the same kind of thing on structures. So they may visually see cracks and crevices or lines and siding and mistake it for uh, a cliff face. And they'll orient and go to those areas. And then they kind of wander around and uh, try sneaking in. And any gap or crack that they can squeeze in through uh, might not be very big, but if they can get in, then they can end up being a, a little bit of a nuisance in your house during the winter months. The ones I'm seeing right now, they look like ladybugs, but they're not. Which ones are those? So that's the multicolored Asian lady beetle. And they're technically from the same group as our other lady beetles or ladybugs, but it's a species that is not native to our area. And they actually have a long story behind them. They were deliberately brought in at one point, or, or at least we tried to bring them in. This goes back like 100 years or so, and they never really seemed to caught on. And, and so folks gave up on it. And then all of a sudden, several decades ago, boom, they were on the scene. And so now they're really pretty common and widespread. Uh, it's interesting because if you're a farmer, if you have those particular lady beetles out in, say, your soybean field, they're probably helping you out during the summer months, feeding on aphids and other small insects. But when they sneak into your home this time of the year, we're generally not too happy about that aspect. So how can you prevent them from being in your home? So a couple of thoughts. Look at the outside of your home, and you really have to spend some time on your hands and knees looking at the foundation and, and things like that. But anywhere there is a potential crack or crevice or opening of some kind, that might be a potential entry point. So it's often along the foundation, maybe where the siding meets your foundation. They could get under that potentially, or a Doors and windows are often weak points where the siding meets up, and, and it might not be super snug right there. And so if you can go around your house and look for spots like that, you could, in theory, seal things up really well using maybe a caulk gun, a spray insulation foam that comes in a can, and it, it expands greatly when you apply it. You could make sure your weather stripping is in good shape or maybe replace that. You could use backer rod and things like that to really fill in gaps. But the point I want to make is if you seal up all those gaps and cracks, they won't be able to get in. Now, sometimes that can be a big undertaking, especially if you're in a 100-year-old farmhouse and there's a stone foundation. It's hard to do that, but the more you seal up, it's going to help keep them outdoors. Another thing you could do is you could either do this yourself, get something from the hardware store, or have a, a pest control professional come and do this, but uh, you could spray an insecticide just on those edges, those kind of potential entry points, so around door and window frames, maybe where your siding meets the soffit area, uh, just spray little strips in those areas, and that may be enough to either kill or repel the insects before they get indoors. So you don't need to broadcast spray the whole side of your house, but again, focus on those potential entry points, either sealing it up or spraying just in those discrete areas, and that can help at least prevent them from getting indoors. Are these insect patterns that we see impacted by weather patterns at all from past years, or how does that affect things? Any given year, some are going to do better than others due to weather and, and other factors. But this year, I have seen weather play some really important roles with some of these insects. And along the lines of what we were just discussing, uh, there's a very common one this time of the year called the box elder bug, uh, black and reddish. They like to hang out on the side of your home. Um, those do very well under dry conditions. 
which if you think about the weather patterns we've had in the state the last year and a half or so, it's been dry in many areas. And so it's no surprise to me that this year I'm seeing more box elder bugs than I've seen in perhaps the last decade or so. So that's definitely helped out certain insects like that. Uh, on the other hand, because it was relatively dry this year and last year, we didn't have to worry as much about mosquitoes this year, which was a nice thing, and we got a bit of a reprieve. But if it's rainy in the future, weather could influence them in the other direction. We might see more of them at some point down the line. So weather can definitely play a role with all sorts of different kinds of insects. Halloween is coming up. Can we talk about some of the spooky insects that we may be seeing? There's a lot of insects out there and related creatures that folks might consider spooky. Uh, a lot of them are really quite harmless, though, to humans. And a good example of that, uh, very common this time of the year, are spiders that we call orb weaver spiders. And these are often the big plump ones that hang out in the web. So if any listeners are familiar with the children's book, Charlotte's Web, with that very charismatic spider, that was an example of an orb weaver spider. So they're really harmless to people, but they're very fitting for the Halloween season, I feel. But then there are some insects that are truly kind of spooky when you think about what they do. And to an entomologist, this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, one example here from Wisconsin is a type of wasp called a cicada killer wasp. And what these wasps do is the female will dig a little tunnel in the nest. And, and she nests by herself, but she specifically hunts cicadas, which are up in trees, uh, making that loud buzzing noise. She will hunt them, sting them, but when she stings them, it doesn't kill them. It just paralyzes them. And then she flies or drags this heavy cicada back to her nest in the ground, and that's what she feeds to the young while that cicada is still alive. So that's pretty spooky as well. And one other example, very relevant to farmers too, um, when we have aphids on our crops out in our fields, there are teeny tiny little wasps that uh, if you saw it flying, you'd probably consider it a gnat because they're so small. But some of these wasps specifically target and parasitize aphids. And what they'll do is the females will inject her eggs inside the aphids, the eggs hatch, and the wasp larva consumes the aphid from the inside, killing it. Uh, and these dead aphids maintain a nice, plump base shape. And we have a technical term for them, which is fitting for Halloween. We call those mummies. And if you're a farmer and you learn to recognize what mummies are, that lets you know that there is a lot of beneficial wasps in your field helping you out, and you may not need to spray an insecticide, for example. So that's kind of a spooky insect to a certain extent, but actually one that can be quite beneficial here on Wisconsin farms and crops. After Halloween, then we get into hunting season and then Thanksgiving. But that also means that it's that time of year again for ticks, right? Yeah, they are surprisingly out, and, and folks often think of spring as peak tick season, and, and without a doubt, we see a lot of activity of, of ticks when you're out hiking on the trails in uh, April and, and May and into June, but our deer ticks actually have a long life cycle, which takes two years or so to complete, and it turns out that we get our new batch of adult deer ticks right in early fall. So it's often late September, early October, or thereabouts. And so I've had a number of recent reports of deer tick activity. So that is just a reminder, if you are heading out to the tree stand or doing some hiking or hunting this time of the year, that deer ticks are active. And also they can be active pretty late into the year, especially if it's warm enough. I like to tell folks if there is no snow on the ground and it's warm enough, you could bump into ticks. Uh, so do take precautions use repellents, do tick checks if you're heading out to the tree stand this fall. That was PJ Leash.
the director of the UW-Madison Insect Diagnostic Lab and state entomologist. You can learn more about these insects by going to insectid.wisc.edu. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Seebecker. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With Agrigold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil, it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with a truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy Heavy trucks, stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP. Looking at this forecast, it is a great way to start our day. Good Friday morning, everybody. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee, glad to be along with you. It's time for our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Stumach Ag Meteorologist, got to be smiling from ear to ear with the details you're going to bring us today. Oh, absolutely. It's gorgeous heading into this weekend. Here we are in the last few days of October, and we expect above normal temperatures, a good amount of sunshine. Oh, there are a couple of things happening, though, nothing too serious. A little sprinkly rain across north-central Wisconsin, a little southwest of Wausau and over toward Green Bay, not amounting to much of anything. I see rainfall amounts in the history of uh, close to a hundredth of an inch, so sprinkles, that's about it. That's not bad because beyond that, I expect we're all in for sunshine and very, very nice conditions. There'll be a few clouds starting out the day today, but more sunshine develops and temperatures remain on the above normal side. Anything over mid-50s right now is above normal for daytime highs. That's what I expect to see. Upper 50s today. Upper 50s or low 60s Saturday and Sunday. There will be a small change in the weekend. 
Uh, we look at a low pressure system currently way down near Texas. The expectation is that system will draw a little Gulf moisture, move up toward the mid-Mississippi Valley, and start pushing up uh, toward the Ohio Valley. Now, that low is the reason I expect there will be more clouds in all of our area as we make our way on into Sunday. And there is some possibility extreme far southeast Wisconsin, northern Illinois may see a little rain chance late Sunday or into Sunday night. Otherwise, I'm anticipating mild air holding on. In fact, those mild temperatures warming up even a little more by early next week. Mid or even a few upper 60s, way above normal, a lot of sunshine. I do look ahead somewhat. I mean, now we're talking about seven days toward late Thursday or Friday that there may be another rain chance trying to edge in from the west. But before that, it really does look to stay dry and mild. Fantastic to keep the grain drying. Fantastic to keep the fields a little less sloppy and certainly uh, in better shape for harvest operations. So I'm guessing we're going to be pretty busy here in the next seven or eight days without a doubt. I'll have forecast details right after this. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. All righty, Stu, I'm already getting my to-do list ready. And, of course, if we're going to keep these kind of moderate temperatures around, a lot of parents, a lot of neighborhoods better kick her in gear for Halloween next week. Uh, yeah, going to be pretty busy. Let's talk of a few morning clouds this morning. And otherwise, the Compere Financial Ag weather update does feature more sunshine. A much brighter Friday again. Upper 50s, we could hit 60 at La Crosse, and the south winds will be around 5. We stay clear overnight, dropping back around the mid or upper 30s. South winds still about 5. Sunny skies Saturday, a gorgeous day. Very low 60s, 61, 62. South winds about 5. But Sunday, mostly cloudy. That slight rain chance in the far southeast. But even with a mostly cloudy sky, low 60s, 62 or so. And the southeast winds about 5. By Monday, Pam, I'd expect we push a little higher in the 60s. 63, 64, mid-60s Tuesday, sunshine. What more can you ask for? Right, honest to goodness, that is exactly right. Like I said, uh, going to be a lot of folks that, uh, you know, some years in Wisconsin, the, the Halloween uh, costumes get covered up by heavy coats or boots even, so be kind of nice to comfortably be able to walk the neighborhoods this weekend and next. Yeah, you're not going to be freezing to death and not worried about the little ones, you know, right. being so excited and then getting cold. So, right, yeah. yeah now the nice. uh, Good time to rake leaves. Yeah, the, yeah. well, wh- but that's an effort in futility. Are you going to guarantee me that the wind is not going to blow if I decide to take on that task? Well, five miles per hour, I could, <laughs> but make sure somebody videos when you start. <laughs> Put them all in one place for a minute. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy it all. We'll catch you on Monday. 
You betcha. See you then. All right. Stu Ag meteorologist with the weather details. We really are happy to hear about that is for sure. So what is on your to-do list this weekend? Don't forget, you can always use your talk, text, uh, cell phone, and uh, let me know. Send me a picture of your little ghosts or goblins. That number again is 877-301-FARM, 877-301-3276. We'd love to know what's going on in your neighborhood. And like I said, with this weather, could be a lot of things going on. It's all brought to you on this finally Friday morning by your friends from Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com and do stick around. Mike Morris from Compure Financial is going to be discussing with me what's going on with land values. Looking at agriculture land, you want to move out to the country. Mortgage rates starting to climb. A lot of things to take into consideration. Talking about it on this Friday morning. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Some people say that at Wiffle's Hybrids, we march to the beat of our own drum. But we don't mind that one bit. Because of staying independent and U.S. farm family owned and focusing on corn and corn alone makes us different than other seed corn companies, well... We just don't know any other way to march. So make your choice and plant your independence. Plant with us. Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually a dead giveaway that it's a floor, but it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County, and because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. We're the getter, fix, getter, done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. Well, you're just another sweaty Betty. What you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com 
Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Walk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Your next job could be as close as seven miles south of Madison. Tructi LLC in Oregon is growing and are now hiring in all areas, including builders, electricians, and electrical engineers, to name a few. You'll work at the same place every day. Schedules are flexible, pay scale is attractive, and receive a $2,500 sign-on bonus. Plus, a huge advantage of being closer to work and saving on gas. Apply in person or online at trachteusa.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. So, Rob, I mean, the Pat McAfee Show, which, listen, uh, the Pat McAfee Show, you get more of a peek in um, in a different kind of lens of Aaron Rodgers than, like, standing in his uh, locker room. Now, I know uh, you guys there in, in, in the locker and, and post game get, you know, a different lens than Pat McAfee would. Uh, but McAfee gets more, because it's longer form, right? Like, Rodgers can go on there and, like, just, just kind of go rant for a while. I know he kind of does that for you guys, too. But when he was up there and you start talking about, like, you know, Players need to play better. We're going to start cutting reps, uh, accountability, this and this. And then uh, he goes out there yesterday in front of his locker room. He's like, everything I said publicly, I say privately to these guys. He's like, I don't know why everyone's getting all offended over this. Like, this is what I say. Then LaFleur's got to go up there. And LaFleur's like talking about how, yeah, you got to treat these players like they're children. I mean, what when you hear all of this unfold, Robbie, what do you say? What do you think? Everybody obviously had to toe the company line yesterday, Ebo, and, and say all the right things, right, and, and back the quarterback on what he did. But I can guarantee you there's, you know, a third or half or maybe even more of the locker room that, that doesn't agree with this form of, you know, quote-unquote leadership being displayed right now by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Ebo, what if, what if yesterday, I don't know, Sammy Watkins, instead of saying all the right things about Aaron Rodgers, had said, my quarterback's not playing any better than, than anybody else, right? My quarterback's not playing better than the offensive line or, or than the wide receiver group or the tight ends or, 
anything like that. I mean, they they would have had Armageddon inside that locker room, right? <laughs> so, I mean, every, everybody's got to take this, you know, kid's glove approach then with, with Aaron and, and back anything that he says and kind of kind of approve. But, but Evo, this is exactly what the Packers knew could happen when they – when they signed on to a X amount more years of Aaron Rodgers back in the summer of 2021, you, you remember, you know, he wanted out of town and he was at this stalemate with Brian Gutekunst, whether he was going to come back to the Packers or not. And he, and he kind of issued them this list of demands where he wanted a seat at the big boy table at Thanksgiving. When it came to, to management decisions, he wanted, uh, you know, he, he he wanted, obviously, a new contract. He wanted a guarantee beyond 2021, all these things. And and Brian Gutekunst didn't have to say yes to any of that stuff at the time, Evo. And when he, when he did, you know, he, he already took the most entitled employee that <laughs> I think the organization has ever had. And, 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 he, and, he, and he just kind of, you know, he, he, he just added a, another level of complexity to the problem. And. And now, and now that's exactly what you have. Yeah, you have an unbelievably talented player. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Um, who, who's do, who's doing this? Although he's certainly not playing to the to the MVP level right now that he did in 2020 and 2021. But but I'll be honest, Evo. At the end of the day, that's I, I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of this style of leadership. I don't think this is a a, a good way uh, for him to be a teammate with young players. Some of these guys in the locker room, Evo, already are terrified of the guy. <laughs> You know, he's, he's a walking, living legend, right? And if you're Romeo Dubs or Amari Rogers and, and you're, you're already struggling with your confidence and now your quarterback goes on, you know, what, what I think McAfee's probably as popular as any nationally syndicated show going on right now these days, isn't he? And, and, your, quarter, and your quarterback doesn't call you out by name, but everybody kind of knows who he's talking about. He's trashing, you know, certain guys on the roster. That, that That's not going to add to confidence, Ebo. And, 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 to me, this is, this is just a really bad way for Rodgers to lead. If he wants to do it behind closed doors, wonderful. I just, I'm not a big fan of him taking this public. Robbie, is it just me or does it feel like the Packers want Aaron Rodgers to lead? But this has always kind of been my opinion, and I agree with you on this stance. I think Aaron Rodgers is a great player. He's arguably one of the best throwers of the football of all time. He, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a four-time MVP we can go right on down the list with how good he is and his attributes and his stats and everything. But I never thought he was a leader. I never thought he was a, like a, a quote unquote captain or a leader of men. He always seemed like if you were on a team, he was kind of the guy kind of standing off to the side that had a lot of talent and you just kind of had to deal with them and, and do, you know, just kind of go along with them, play nice, blah, blah, blah. But he was not your true leader or a guy that was like your rah, rah guy. I never, ever felt that with Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like as he's gotten older, and obviously it's a young man's sport, it's a young man's game, he has been pushed into this leadership role when that's just not him. I couldn't agree with you more, Nelly. Mm. I, I've, always, I've always said he, he's the guy who divides. He doesn't bring people together. It, it's just not who he is. I, I remember early in his career, guys. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I know that I'm going to be visiting with Mike Morris from Compure Financial a little later this morning. Land values. A lot of folks starting to 
pivot and take a look at land values. If you're a farmer and you're trying to look ahead at 2023 and beyond, uh, keeping an eye on those land values, especially as interest rates start moving around, takes up more and more of your time. We'll get a little guidance from Mike Morris from Compure Financial on that coming up. I'm Pam Yonke. So glad you're along with us on a Friday morning. I'm really glad to provide you with this weather forecast. Sunshine today in 59, sunshine tomorrow in 63, sunshine on Sunday, 62. The 60s continue for us front part of next week. So that's the good news. Today is the 28th day of October, getting ready to slip another month through our fingers. On this day back in 1919, the U.S. Congress passed the Volstead Act. Do you remember what that was? It was a way to enforce prohibition. Prohibition was put in place across the United States by the 18th Amendment to the Constitution. It made it illegal to produce, sell, or transport alcohol in the United States except for medical or religious purposes. The act was named after Andrew Volstead, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, who was one of the sponsors of the bill. So prohibition went into place via the Volstead Act on this day in 1919. Happy birthday this morning to industry leader Bill Gates, also actress Julia Roberts. She is turning 55. Joaquin Phoenix is 48. And the former decathlon winner, now a he to she, Caitlyn Jenner, is 73 years old as of this Friday. And now you know. Well, heavens, we want you to know that there's a winner at the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis from the great state of Wisconsin. His name, Ethan Meisner. He hails from the Marshfield FFA. And last evening, he took home the National Proficiency Award for Agricultural Processing. He picked up his knowledge by working with a local meat processor and explains how that's turned into a passion he intends to pursue. My SAE started in late 2016 when I was given the opportunity to work at our family friend's local meat processing facility, Hewitt's Meats. That's when it was located in Lindsay. I just started off helping people load boxes of meat into vehicles and then basic cleaning of my bosses end up expanding the plant to Marshfield. With that expansion led to my expansion and I ended up going from loading boxes of meat to working retail, which was new for me. As I got older and I got my license, I was able to work more and more hours. And then I would come in after school and on the summers. And then I was able to learn the entire process of the sausage making process. That included jobs such as like the mixing of the products, stuffing of all like our sausage, and then uh, all the way up until curing and cutting meat. When I got 18, I was unable to cut meat and use the equipment such as the bandsaw and knives. And then I was, after our sauce making process was complete, I would, uh, well, the raw product, I would then uh, load stuff into the smokehouse. I learned that entire process and then I was able to do it by myself and then I would put it into the cooler and then I learned the entire USDA packaging process. I like learning it and I found joy in it and my bosses were able to teach me a lot. And that ended up leading into uh, me applying for UW Riverfall for agricultural engineering because I feel like working in like an older meat processing facility to a new meat processing facility just taught me like the ins and outs of the entire processing process and uh, I just found joy in it so now I'm at UW River Falls for agricultural engineering. Neat story that's Ethan Meisner from the Marshfield FFA Wisconsin's sole national FFA proficiency award winner in agricultural processing. Now an experience that has led him to UW River Falls and hopefully future career helping the meat processing industry.
As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. Lots of red ink this morning, including the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Right now, December corn's down three at six seventy nine. November beans are down seven, thirteen seventy four. December wheat's down eight at eight thirty. Barrel cheese on Thursday dropped five and a half cents to one ninety two and a half. Forty pound block cheese was down three and three quarters at one ninety six. Double A butter down a half, three fourteen and a half. November milk is about four cents stronger right now at twenty forty three a hundred weight. But December closed thirty cents lower at eighteen eighty a hundred weight. Coming up next, land values. That's something a lot of farmers are paying attention to, whether they're buying or selling. And you can't deny interest rates are playing a part of those decisions. Talking about it next with our friends from Compere Financial. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With AgriGold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. We replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flaps. Carbon World Health offers MSculpt, 
an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. MSculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time to catch up with our friends from Compure Financial. Of course, you can find all the details online, compure.com. I also encourage you to check in at your local offices. Maybe you haven't seen those folks for a little while. Uh, maybe you want to visit with them before the harvest. Uh, today, we're focused in on something everybody's interested in, and that's land values and how things are ever-changing. Uh, joining us today is Mike Morris from Compure Financial, one of the fellows with a pulse on what's been going on as far as land. You know, Mike, I was just looking at some of our uh, latest updates on cash rental values here in the state of Wisconsin. And as we expected, even pasture rental rates went up. That kind of goes hand in glove with what's been going on with land values. How anxious are people these days with all the talk about inflation and what's going on with interest rates? Yeah, I, I, I just uh, actually got back from a, a conference and had the opportunity to uh, listen to Dr. Bruce Sherrick uh, speak, you know, and he's at the University of Illinois, uh, kind of an expert on land values and alternative investments and so forth. But he, he echoed some of the things that I've, I've been feeling and thinking, uh, you know, in spite of really strong commodity prices, you know, we, we, we look out on the horizon and we see some headwinds and, and those, you know, include, as you said, interest rates, uh, inflation, you know, what, what are input costs going to be? Uh, you know, are we going to have to put $5 diesel in our tractors and combines? And so I think even though that hasn't factored into the land markets a lot yet, I think that's on, on a lot of people's mind, you know, is what, what am I going to have to pay for my inputs going forward? Are we seeing much farmland change hands? You know, that's the other thing that becomes a part of this equation, Mike. Uh, land does not come up very often, generally speaking, for sale. When it does, right. uh, depending on where it is, you can have a lot of people that want to jump in, and sometimes they're not necessarily paying attention to how it pencils out. Right, and I, I think that's a true statement. Uh, again, we're seeing a lot of, in, in the states that, uh, don't have uh, protections against uh, you know outside investors coming in. Uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of, of a lot of real estate uh, continue to be bought up uh, by uh, you know by those types of groups. Uh, we're also seeing uh, you know the the volume of of land selling uh, you know in, in in any of our three states that Compare covers has been very high the last 18 months or so. And I think what has happened is that uh, because of high, higher commodity prices, uh, we, we've seen uh, you know people willing to bid those prices up. And some people that have been reluctant to sell in the past suddenly see a, a, a really strong value uh, or opportunity to sell. And, and so uh, the supply is broken loose somewhat that, uh, you know, something that we didn't see in the previous few years because, you know, the, the prices, you know, why they were somewhat stable and, and still strong 
hadn't really gotten to the levels they are now to to break that supply loose. You know, whenever it comes to this uh, kind of a big transaction, and believe me, if it's 40 acres, if it's 400 acres, it turns into big money fast. How do you counsel uh, the purchaser that uh, is trying to get their hands on it? Again, like I said, Mike, sometimes when these parcels come come available, uh, our our head our heart leads our head. How do you right. help counsel them on those kinds of transactions? Right from from an appraisal perspective, and, and we do a lot of uh, appraisals for uh, uses other than computer lending. But from an appraisal perspective, we we try to put out the facts. Uh, you know what what are other properties selling for? Uh, what are uh, you know what are the pitfalls of of uh, you know whether it's interest rates or crop prices and so forth. Uh, you know those factor in the appraisal, but not not to the degree. You know we're we're continuing to look backwards on on land values. You know what does something sell for, and what what kind of price does that justify? I think you know as as you uh, look to our financial officers, those you know those people that are uh, you know handling our our direct face to face client interaction that are actually you know counseling with clients, I think what they're doing is taking a very close look at, you know, uh, the client's equity position, uh, looking at, you know, their cash flow, uh, you know, can they, can they, you know, can they feasibly handle this transaction? Uh, you know, what if we see some, you know, some downturns? So I think they're providing a, a valuable service there, uh, you know, up front with a client as the client looks to uh, purchase property. I'm curious, what's your perspective? How healthy are our balance sheets in general, Mike? Like we said, it was a very expensive crop to put in the ground. Commodity prices have been holding fairly firm. We had an opportunity, uh, actually, after the pandemic, in many regards, to pay down some debt. How are you feeling, generally speaking, about uh, the bottom line, our financial health? Right. In, in my case, I don't I don't see, I don't have... Uh, you know that direct customer interaction on their finances, but when I look at kind of general uh, general trends within in the company, I think balance sheets are, are remaining very strong. Uh, you know, working capital in some cases has been been de- depleted a little bit, uh, and and some of that working capital ha- has gone into purchase of of. Of property, but I, I think you know we we still have a you know a, a very strong balance sheet across uh, you know across farm country, if you will. Uh, I'm one of those that that worked through uh, the 1980s as a as a young loan officer uh, and saw a lot of really tough uh, tough situations and. I don't. I don't even hear those kind of situations right now. I don't. You know. I. I know not. Not everybody is. Uh, you know. You know. Maybe. Maybe doing as well as they would. Would like to do at times. But a general. In general, I think. I think the farm economy continues to be strong. Mike Morris is along with us. He is uh, vice president of appraisal for Compure Financial. We're talking land values. So again, how do I uh, plan strategy in this day and time, Mike? Uh, like I mentioned, one thing about agricultural land, it may come up once a generation. Now, you mentioned outside investors. Are they in it? You talk about being a part of agriculture in the 80s. 
There were a lot of insurance companies, a lot of other outsiders that decided to invest in farmland because they felt it was never going to go down. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you see those developments maybe reflecting back then or how I should be planning my strategy to uh, still continue to try to acquire. I, I think the you know the biggest difference that that I see from you know from that time when I was a young loan officer um, is the information we have available uh, to us now is is so much better and, and I'm 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 thinking of you know predictive things you know that that you know we had the futures market and so forth but I don't think we have the analysis that that we have now today and back then land markets were you know and still tend to be to to a degree localized but with you know the i'll call it the you know investor uh groups and so forth uh they may be located in one state but making investments across multiple states so you know they're looking at you know what's the cash flow potential uh, and, and a lot of times, you know, some of those are, are, are really looking at what's the long-term, uh, you know, long-term outlet versus, you know, outlook versus, you know, I'm going to have to sell this in a couple of years. Uh, you know, and, and I've always had a little concern when, you know, too much money, you know, too much outside money starts coming in because that, that also forces our, you know, our farmers, our clients to, uh, you know, to start bidding up prices and potentially to bid up cash rents to, uh, you know, to, to be able to farm those properties. You know, your job as an appraiser has not gotten any easier. I mean, I think about, uh, you know, despite the economic conditions back in the 80s, a lot of information was, uh, you know, pretty straightforward. You've got almost too much information to try to deal with today, don't you? <laughs> yeah, at, at times we do because, uh you know, with with auctions, you know, uh, in the past, you know, you you might go to an auction and uh, you know, hear, you know, see what the the property sold for, and, and you know, that might be a, a community discussion. Now it's almost real time. I I can see uh, you know what's happening in in Iowa, you know, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and, and you know it, that that information becomes. Uh, available uh, as soon as it happens, so that's a that's a big difference. And you know, I I, I think when when we started into uh, you know kind of the summer of of 21, you know, we were starting to see a lot a lot more op- auctions pop up and and values increasing, uh, but nothing like what we've seen since then. Information is always power, that is for sure. I, I agree with you. Mike Morris along with us, again, Vice President of Appraisals for Compure Financial, a busy group uh, that do appraisals not just with their own clients but with uh, outside parties as well. Remember, if you want to find out more, you want to get in touch with your local loan officer and have this kind of conversation, maybe you're thinking about releasing a property, well, get that appraisal done before you make any hard decisions. You can go to Compure.com and find all the contact information there, including your local office. You can also pick up the phone and call 844 844- 426-6733. That's 844-426-6733. Come for your financial. Our guest. A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option.